and you've read the comics. Come back then, motherfucker. I've only seen every episode once. <laughs> That's a lie. I saw Herogasm twice, actually. Because that was a fucking episode. Here, I think I've seen. Like I think I've seen like the first season, at least a couple episodes from the first season. You know what? Yeah, because we would be introducing the show to people. Yeah, I was gonna say I've definitely seen the first episode at least like three times. Right. That's me with Game of Thrones. I've seen the first season of Game of Thrones about a thousand times. Straight up, because you're always reintroduced. JoJo's season one. <laughs> yeah, literally. Eight hundred times. All right, guys, welcome to the StoryWorks Podcast. I am Zach Gosen. And I'm Andrew Hall. And we're here today to talk about The Boys. Everyone's favorite uh, breakdown of the superhero genre. Yeah, so so I think this show gets, like, harder, harder to recommend every season. Does that... Does that align with you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is difficult. I'm talking about you, season three, episode one. Yes. I'm talking about you. If you know, you know. Um, yeah, it's... That being said, though, you know. But it's so good, man. And I that's part of its charm, I think, honestly, is that yeah. it is so, like, unabashedly... Violent and gory. Yeah, <laughs> Un- unapologetically so. Yeah. Um, that's definitely been a staple since episode one, and that's definitely been a staple in the in the entire comic series. Oh, for sure. That for it was sure. based off of. Um, so I've always found this to be really interesting. I remember us stumbling upon the series as it was first airing, and it was just it kind of just blew me away, like right off rip. Yeah, it's. I mean. <clears throat> Do we want to talk about just like what it is? Yeah, I kind of go into a little bit of an overview um to what it is. And like I mean, like you said, it's it's the deconstruction of the superhero genre. Most definitely. Um the creator, uh Garth Ennis, he that, is that the comic book? Creator? Yeah, he's the creator of like the series as a whole. Gotcha. He uh I haven't read it, but he also wrote a series called Preacher. Oh, was that also uh, turned into a television show for at least a season? Yeah, yeah. It, it aired on uh, sci-fi, I think. Did you watch any of that? I did not. My brother did. Gotcha. I think, I think he liked it. But I think um, that was another part. Like, that show, or in the comic series, I guess, was also, like, hyper-violent. Okay, gotcha. As well, and pretty, uh, like gory yeah maybe a little over the top in some cases i guess from what i've heard right um hey man if it's the same you know if it's the same writer as the boys i'm definitely willing to check it out yeah for sure pretty interesting um so yeah he created this series just as like a you know what if the marvel and like the dc heroes that we all know and love what Mm -hmm. if they were just actually Ran, made, and like run by this corporation, and they were actually just all dickheads. <laughs> they all sucked. Literally, dude. Um, zero redeeming qualities in any of these fuckers. You get like maybe one or two heroes that are like actually 
Fuck soups. That like, well, I mean, yes, fuck soups, <laughs> but there's there I, I I there are one or two that are not that not that bad. Right. No, you're right. They they can't all be bad. There's got to be some new exactly. ones. Exactly. Come on. Um, there's some um pretty big differences between the comics and the show kind of thematically. I guess not like huge differences, but the show is a very much more Hollywood-esque take on it too. Yes, it is. And it's but it's also at the same time more grounded in like reality Straight than up. the comics yeah, were. For sure. Um you know like we've got symbols um pretty much copying like Superman. Oh yeah, I mean that's the Homelander. Homelander literally is wearing red and blue, <laughs> but his cape is the American flag. Uh huh. We've got the Deep, which is basically He's, Aquaman. Yeah, literally mm-hmm. just the Aquaman ripoff. Queen Maeve is Wonder Woman. Yep, Wonder Woman. So very, um, I think super tilted on DC a little bit, but but I mean, I think in the even, comics they bring in a lot of Marvel too, though. For sure, for sure. I think even Black Noir is kind of meant to be your like Batman. Yes. Parallel. Season one, that's what I thought. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's kind of what I was thinking about him. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there's just so many other heroes that they have. I mean, A Train. Yep. Is uh-huh. is your Flash? Um, who else is there? A translucent can turn invisible, like uh, yeah, <laughs> like um, Mrs. Fantastic. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's it's pretty crazy, man. I mean, in the comics, you get so many. Like the shows has a lot of heroes too, but the comics you get so many different groups of like heroes oh, that it, sure. it feels like there's a huge mix of like Marvel, DC. There's they kind of throw everything at you. I mean, yeah, they literally have like their X Men parody, oh the G Men. Yeah, fuck the G Men. Um, by the way, <laughs> they do they do it all. It's it's crazy, it's man. And I think it's important to like uh, brush on the fact that. These comics were written um, in like the early two thousands. Yeah, for sure. Like the mid, like mid two thousands, I think. Um, and they are kind of a product of their time. Yeah, no, for sure. Before we like get too into it or anything, definitely trigger warnings. Just kind of like sensitive sensitivity warnings. That the comics are fucked, and they're also, as you say, a product of their time. Like there's. There's some homophobia in there a little bit. Definitely some homophobia, some um, xenophobia, yeah. I think, as well. Um, they definitely have an event that is like... But I always took that as character flaws. Oh, 100%. 100%. You know what I mean? And, and I, I feel like that's... And certain characters grow through these flaws right. throughout the course of the comic series. Um, they do like have an event that is like taking place i think during 9/11. Yeah. Super which is like Yeah. So that's a thing. What an effective uh you know volume though. It, you oh, know, it's kind most of most definitely. It's insane. It's yeah. just crazy. Um so yeah, that's I mean that's what the comics are like. The show I think the show is more It's hard to say this, but I think the show is more accessible Yes. Like, it would repel less people, mm-hmm. you know, it'd make yeah. less people. You're going to be uncomfortable watching it. I'm Definitely. not going to lie to you. 100%. But a lot of a lot more of those moments are in the comics. Not to say that the comics aren't bad. I love the comics, but oh, they yeah. just they just have their flaws in that way. 
Most definitely. Um, so getting into the show, we've got three seasons. Season three just wrapped up. 24 episodes. And I can't, it's just like, it's the same after every season. I, I cannot fucking wait until the next need one. the new season. Gotta wait another year, two years or whatever. It's like, God damn it, man. They did it to us in season two. They did it to us in season three. Oh, yeah. These crazy cliffhangers, man. It's rough, dude. Um, I guess we can kind of just go into some general discussion. We're going to definitely talk spoilers. I mean, the show's been running for a while, so we're going to talk a little bit. There's going to be some spoilers into seasons one, two, and three um, starting right now. So beware. Don't get spoiled. Um, so let's just get into, like, characters, I guess. I, I'm telling you, like, there's so much that goes into this show that it's like, I don't know where to start. I think you have to start, I mean, the same way that I always started it whenever I would introduce it to a friend of mine. Yeah. You have to just start with showing them the first, like, five minutes of, of the show. Yeah, dude. It sets the whole tone, tells you exactly what kind of world you're getting into. Yep. Uh, that scene... That's exactly how you introduced it to me, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have to watch." Like this. it's it's just it's a powerful scene that mm-hmm. like sucks you in and is like, "What just happened?" Yeah, dude. Um, and it immediately it immediately sets you up for the tone that the show is going to provide you with that old season. Oh yeah, within definitely. those first five minutes, it's like yeah, <clears throat> you get the 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 gore. Mm, yeah the like the emotion mm-hmm. but then they also throw the black comedy in there as well mm-hmm. like you like you know H- Huey's girlfriend gets obliterated right in front of him vaporized my like a train swallows her molar it's so fucked up dude right dude yeah um, no five, like the first 5 minutes dude and so you get that horrific scene and Huey is just like covered in blood and it's a lot terrified about, yeah. and it, you know you get that raw emotion from him but then you get that comedy aspect when the camera pulls up and he's still holding her hands oh my god yeah just starts screaming it literally just sets the whole tone for like what this show is i was hooked immediately man i was like this is going to be crazy at and that time like i haven't ever seen superheroes in that light, in I mean, I guess format? I had seen like the Watchmen, which kind of gives you, you know, the the dark side of superheroes, but, but like not in not in the same right. sense of scale. Like Watchmen, yes, it took itself very seriously. Yeah, um, and <laughs> this this is I don't really know. It's just like the comedy mixed into it. The it just feels so fresh. Yeah, it just felt so new. Especially it's, catching it for the first time. Oh, yeah, definitely. It definitely feels like something that you haven't seen before. And it's a feeling that they evoke every season time and time somehow. Again. Somehow they do things that you never thought to see and you never thought could be done in television. Right. In, oh, my God. They, they push every envelope that they can. Like, uh, it's insane, honestly. Yeah. Um. So... We were talking about Huey, Jack Quaid. Um, how do you Love feel him. about his character? Love him. Um, so good. He is 
like your traditional like beta yes every man he's just a just a dude who loves billy joel and like right. old rock music my mom would love him <laughs> <laughs> he wears a tom petty in the heartbreaker shirt at one point yep my mom would instantly fall for him <laughs> um He's a such an interesting character to be swept up so fast in this yeah he's in this just, world yeah I mean like I said he's just this dude he works in like a TV repair store right and kind of a I mean I guess kind of a mundane life that yeah, at that point I mean he's, you know, he takes for granted he's pretty I, guess you could say. I was gonna say yeah he's pretty like deadbeat almost at the start he's yeah. talking to Robin about like getting their own place together because he can't keep working at that uh, job forever without asking for, like, raises and stuff. Right. And then she just gets fucking killed in front of him. And we're just kind of plunged into this, and it's, into yeah, this he, world. Yeah, he gets a call from Vought about, like, a settlement. And he's just... The NDAs show up, you know? It's just like... Dude, the... the you can't talk about this. Here's yeah. a lot of money. I loved that, um, like, dream sequence shot where he, like, freaks out on the uh, representative. Yeah, yes. And then it cuts back, and he's just still at the table. Right. And the rep's like, go ahead and sign right there. Yeah. Um, They just really push his, like, sub, you know, like, that beta aspect. They kind of really push that. All he wants is an apology from A-Train. Yep. He eventually meets A Train and gets it. Right. But it's like so hollow. Yep. Mm hmm. It's so phoned in. Right. And then he meets uh, William Butcher. I fucking love Butcher so much. <laughs> <laughs> this absolute diabolical mad lad. Dude, Carl Urban is fucking killing it, right? I mean,. Like, it's unreal. He's on my radar so hard after seeing him as a butcher. I mean, he's always been my man because he was Eowyn in uh, my the Lord of the Rings. My man's been in Lord of the Rings. He was Judge Dredd. Yeah, dude. He was in uh, Thor Ragnarok. I shit when I saw him in Thor Ragnarok. I was so fucking happy. <laughs> and this is my stuff. <laughs> dude, he's got two M16s in Asgard at the end of that dude, movie. Dude, it's... We love to see it, honestly. God damn, dude. Um, but yeah, him as Billy Butcher um is just like insane. Like he he plays it like such a madman. This diabolical. Diabolical even, yes. <laughs> he just plays it like this completely unhinged maniac who has a goal and is willing to do whatever it takes exactly. to get that goal accomplished. Right. Right. Season one is, he's very, I mean, he, he's changed so much. I mean, I guess all the characters have. It's true. Um, They go through a lot of different arcs, but yeah, season one, he was just such an interesting character to be, to, to, to be leading Huey into this He world. literally just, he capitalizes on Huey's sense of, like his feelings of like worthlessness, yeah. Uh, regarding the whole Robin situation, mm-hmm. and just plays him like a fiddle to get him to. You can do something about it. Yeah, yeah. You're going into Vought Tower to get your apology from A Train. 
why don't you just plant this bug for me while you're at it? Yeah, dude. Yep. <laughs> and then from there, you've you've just aided and abetted. Now dude. you're in the life. Uh-huh. He done it to him. Oh, man. But yeah, just Butcher's character throughout, yeah, seasons one, two, and three, the changes that he goes through are just crazy. Dude, for real. I mean, he was ready to... I mean, he's about to kill... He basically was going to die at the end of season one. Oh, yeah. He no, pulled he, the trigger he, on that bomb. He was yeah. completely prepared to die. Yep. Um, and then they plunged us into a whole world of fuckery for season two. Oh, my God, yeah. By revealing Becca was alive. With his In the kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so much anxiety immediately, dude. So much. Oh. I, and I loved season two, man. Dude, no, season two was great. Um, fuck Stormfront. Oh, Jesus Christ. The way they get, you know, the way the showrunners write these things, man, they really hit hard on current events. They they really... Yeah, they do. It's satirical, but it's not. It's kind I of like, insane. Like, the way that, um, especially they did it in season two, mm-hmm. with, like, uh, the one scene that I immediately think... There's two scenes that I think of when I think about this, and it's the one where Stormfront, like... Uh, shows up uninvited to the set of uh, like the film that they're Dawn doing, the and she's like <laughs> she's like doing like a Facebook live stream, yes. or whatever, or an Instagram live, uh-huh. and uh, she like crashes it and talks to them and everything. And then the other scene that I remember is when A Train is uh, talking to the kid with cancer, yeah, and it's like a Facebook live stream, uh-huh. and you just see all the the, like, hearts, the reacts. The going That's what past. I'm saying, man. They 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 very much copy exactly how things go. You know yes. what I mean? Celebrities do trends. that shit. They they follow oh the God. trends perfectly. Speaking of following the trends that celebrities have done, the A Train uh drink commercial that is like the shot for shot parody of the uh Kylie Jenner yeah. Pepsi commercial. Fucking hilarious. So good. I oh my god, that Pepsi commercial. So bad. As soon as I saw, I was so pleased they did that shit. That was awesome. They do, yeah. Just season three, they take it to like even more incredible like parodies. They do like the Imagine parody. Yeah, dude. With the deep, they release the the cut, or is that the director's name in it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was with the whole Snyder cut. They fucking mimic that, dude. It's so funny, and I love when they're showing Dawn of the Seven and shit because like they're completely mimicking Zack Snyder's. Yes, how he does his colors. Yes, the color grading on it. It's either just like it's like completely orange (laughs) and shit. Like oh my god, they're they're like hitting hard. Dude, I love that that they they got Charlize Theron to be. The new Stormfront in the Dude. like in the final cut of the movie. I know, like what the <laughs> fuck, man. Oh Jesus Christ! And now she's in Doctor Strange, right? Jeez, she's working both ends, man. Yep. <laughs> she's making fun of the machine that while she is she's in. in the machine. That's awesome. Oh man, um, yeah. So I loved season two. The introduction of Ryan was fucking yeah, man. Uh, d- <laughs> Where we end off in season three, you know, yeah. it's fucking scary. Um, he's got the whole father and son relationship, dude. The whole thing with Stormfront and Homelander, and the fact that she's just like, he's trying to like, he's he's kind of trying to do his own thing with Ryan, and then she'll be like, 
sweetie, you know that um, you know the white that, men yeah. are losing power. Oh and it, I'm just Homelander. Homelander just it's like, like the one time you 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 were really like, I'm with Homelander on this. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, Homelander. You, it's really, really bad need when to you're be making... teaching my kid <laughs> like white genocide theories. It's it's bad when when you agree with Homelander for just one millisecond. It's not okay. It's not okay. They do that to you in that fucking show too, where you yeah. really gotta fucking be like, <laughs> "Well, yeah." Fuck, they do oh, yeah. Dude, uh, yeah, they pull you all around. That shit's wild. Um, I just thought that was funny. It's like it oh, just yeah. makes me think of him going, "What? No." <laughs> so we've talked about Huey. We've talked about uh, Butcher. Yeah. Uh, what do you? What do you? You know, you're a father. Yes. Uh, oh, what? Just what do you? Uh, how do you like empathize with like MM Mother's Milk? I knew you were gonna go there. <laughs> this so. Uh, Go like I. We'll start talking about season three and stuff, and like how these characters have progressed. Yeah. Um, MM has had an awesome season this season, like awesome character. Yeah, his growth arc. Um, but also like scary. One hundred percent. Yeah, super scary. With like, he's co-parenting now. We've got the like super. I don't know how Todd. to describe Todd. What's his name? Is it Todd? Todd? He's a fucking Fuck Todd. Todd. What? What? How do we describe Todd? This guy um, that he's fucking dealing with. He's just he's just Homelander pilled, man. Straight up, like it's like I the mean, weak the weak scared man that is being empowered in the wrong yes, way. Yes, the the type of dude who yeah sees Homelander do something and then he goes, "I can do that." Homelander did it. Right. That means it's the right thing to do. Kind of goes back to Stormfront in season two. Do you remember that scene where that they just show a random guy who's watching the news? Yeah. And it's a beginning sequence in season two, and he's getting yeah, there's like a yeah 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 Stormfront's kind of putting her like racist shit in there, and then he, and he gets radicalized. A, yeah, yeah, he gets radicalized. He kills a fucking gas station clerk. Mm-hmm. We're kind of seeing. Like a complete the, radicalization yeah. in Homelander terms. That's where we're going by the end of this season, yeah, dude. So, so Todd is like a complete pawn. Like he dresses up, like he he He's, for is he his, dressed up like Homelander for his for for MM's oh, daughter's oh. birthday party. Oh my god, he dresses up as Homelander. Yeah, dude. He's got the whole suit on and everything. Like I can't imagine. This, I can't imagine. I thought dude MM is was a Homelander like, simp. Yeah. And in being MM and everything that MM knowing has done, everything you yeah. do know about Homelander, exactly. It's just it, it was really those were hard scenes to watch, you know, because yeah. it's like he's he's trying to reconnect with his daughter, but he, with the introduction of Soldier Boy, we got more of his backstory. He got pulled right back into it. Yeah, it's a lot, man. And you know, he's having to worry about what Todd is showing his daughter. Yeah, yeah. And you know he takes her to um, takes her to a rally a to, a, to a Homelander rally. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, no, I would have been the same. I think I would have ended up punching this dude in the fucking dude, mouth. Yeah, just about like that's. You're not thinking of my kid's safety. No, you're not thinking. You're you're just you're just enamored like with this insane man. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, that would fuck me up, man. That's scary stuff. But um, yeah. Oh, M.M. is such, like, a tragic character. He is, man, but he's so, like, he's, oh, like, 
he got so many great scenes in this season. Oh yeah. He gets to, like he talks about his like his OCD, his trauma, yeah, where it came from. You mm-hmm. know, he talk he goes in deep about like how he's got to check the burners every night, or and like they even like they tease it, yeah, from from season one, man. Like yeah. you you start out knowing that he has OCD for some reason, and he's oddly peculiar about things yeah. being clean and all that. And then in season two, he talks about how his dad, uh, was a lawyer, was right? a lawyer who and who was trying to like make soups take responsibility for their actions like yeah. collateral damage and stuff and he ended up like dying broke because he n- never gave up or something like that right and, and then in, that was kind of what and you and in, in season three you learn that his dad became a lawyer because his dad yeah mm's grandfather was killed by soldier boy during like a random fight that soldier boy was having he like threw a dude into their house yeah and it, it killed mm's granddad it was his granddad that was i killed. think so gotcha okay i'm pretty sure because i'm pretty sure that's why his dad became a, a lawyer gotcha yeah i couldn't remember exactly what he gave away in season two as much i knew he talked about his dad being a lawyer because his dad was investigating liberty yeah and it like kind of broke him down or whatever and he just spent all his time on it um but yeah no it's it's really crazy just and it's great getting to see him come to terms with this trauma and he gets that amazing scene with his daughter at the end of the season where she's she says you're does she say you're my superhero dad Wait, you're my hero daddy you're my hero dad oh my god yep yeah, i love that sweet. shit very sweet great end of the season for mm um Butcher might be dying. Uh, <laughs> it happens. <clears throat> We're all dying, really. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, Some of us just faster than others. He's going pretty quick, I think. What do they tell him? Like two months or something? I think they, I think they, they said like time? six months. Six months. So we talked about this briefly, but I think he's taking permanent V. He's got to have to, right? Yeah, I think that shit's going off. He's not done yet. No. His mission isn't done, and he's not done. If, he's, if he can find a way to stay alive, as soon as I saw Perma-V with, like, Kimiko, mm-hmm. I was like, dude. Now, I wonder if it only worked on her because she already had taken the... I'm wondering, but I don't know, man. Who knows? I don't, have, I don't know that we've seen, like, the effects of, like, mm-hmm. full compound V on an adult human before. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Like, I think we saw... In season three, uh, the congresswoman give it to her daughter, but her daughter mm. was like a teenager. Gotcha. Because that's what because Home, Homelander gave her the V. Yeah. What did did it do something? It she just it it started like she was crying. You could hear like bones cracking. Oh Jesus! Whatever, yeah. Okay. As it was like affecting her. Yep. Yep. But I don't think they ever showed what came of it. Gotcha. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll see. That's my theory. I think or. Or shit just gets I'm, progressed the, really that's fast. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, I mean, this could be the last season. Yeah, if he's like, like I, I got, I got six months. With to live. everything that happened last this season and how yeah. it ended, um, I feel like very quickly we're moving towards endgame stuff. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, something I really loved about this season, and we'll we'll definitely talk about Frenchie and Kimiko, get our thoughts on them and stuff. But what I really liked about this season is how much they're uh, bringing in comic shit. Yes. They're bringing in a lot of like yes. comic influences. They're in the building that they were yes. that was their HQ for the comics. Oh, the flat iron. 
Right, bringing in the V, um, even though it's temp, but like yes. leveling the playing field in that Finally, way, yeah, fucking fantastic. Very, very cool stuff. I mean, seeing Herogasm, yes, even though it was like a pretty uh, like pared Scaled down, down. Yeah. yeah. What um, can you ask for on for it being a television? That's show, what I'm right? saying, though, man. Like, I, it, I, like me you, you might were... need like a full like movie for if you were gonna if do you wanted shit. to do like a true hero gasm adaptation right right which is like just it's just a lot of and and honestly at that point yeah really you're necessary. just making porn <laughs> yeah i mean which yeah. i mean they've done pretty they did they did they, they did they like did. they did in season two with the fucking the, yep. c- the uh cuck fluffer fucking suit do you want to be the guy porn. who fucks the wife oh jesus <laughs> christ with lamplighter oh God. you're just hitting me with the fucking Crimson Countess now, bro. Stop. Seth Rogen has finally made his appearance. Sir comes a lot. In this fucking season. Sir comes a lot. I think he appears in the first season as well. Oh, does he? Because I, I think it's just like a, a clip from like a TV screen or whatever where he's giving like an interview. Because I think he oh. I think he made a movie with uh, Translucent. Like I think he, oh. he talks during like Translucent's funeral or something like that. That's crazy. Wow. I don't remember that. Okay. Um, I was just completely blown away yeah. <laughs> when I saw this, man. I was just God. like, you're fucking me up right now, dude. And then she just starts heating up the balls. Yeah, no! <laughs> oh, no! Oh, man. He's like, I, I can't see. Where'd you, I can't see. Where'd you go? <laughs> oh, it's got me fucked up. Yeah. What um, is, what, like, like I said, man, at that point, you're just making porn. I want to, yeah, <laughs> dude, straight up. So I wanted to talk about... Um, the advertising that they do, like on social media, oh my god, because it's yes. been like really cool. Um, how they're like releasing things, like the in character, like in universe stuff, right? Like, because we were talking about Crimson Countess, that made me think of Chimps Don't Cry. Oh my cry. god, yeah, <laughs> no, dude, they released an entire music video on social media. I mean, they released the full. Uh, baby, 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 got your license to drive song. Oh my god, that's literally on Spotify. Holy shit, man. Um, but yeah, no, they have, ins- it's insane. Like, there's the Vought Twitter account that yeah. just, like, tweets as if they're actually in universe. I love that shit, man. Uh, it's hilarious. There's, like, the Vought International uh, YouTube page. Yeah. That, like, in between seasons two and three, they aired, like, these, like, ten-minute clips of, like, this dude. He's in season three, Cameron Coleman. And it's he's basically Tucker. It's Carlson. called like yeah. He's basically Tucker Carlson. It's called the seven. It's Vought's seven on seven, and it's like the top seven stories of the month. Yeah, yeah. And they did it for seven months, mm-hmm. and uh, each episode had different post season two news involved yeah. in it. Like oh, A Train's recording a music video, and then they dropped the A Train music video. Right, right. And uh, really talking cool about stuff. yeah, just. Crazy stuff like that. And then at the end, the final episode of it was like Cameron Coleman saying, oh, make sure to catch me on the Cameron Coleman hour on VNN. And then in season three, that's like one of the big sets is Uh his talk show. Yep. I thought that was so cool. They're really just integrating a lot of the stuff and they're just setting it up. They're just acting as if it's like a real thing, and I kind of fucking love no, it. No, I love it. I love it. Very immersive to to the kind of like corporate they do machine like, that they keep. I think they've had up. like Votland pop up as well in places Jesus for you to go Christ, to. Jesus Christ, dude! What? 
like That's it'll just crazy. they'll just have like a, a space pop up and it can be like you'll you'll be in like brave maves lgbt yeah. kingdom or whatever oh my god brave mave jeez talk about like the corporatization of yes like ideals they capitalize on everything they can in that show and it's so realistic it's like so hyper realistic yeah it's it's almost a little too the realistic oh my god the ceo stop girl boss I, I, oh, I feel man. so bad for Ashley, dude. Like, dude, I mean, she's a she's like kind of take shitty. Take off but... the wig. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch! It hurts. You really tried to tell the dude who has like X-ray vision that you're not wearing a wig. Right. Right. Oh my god. Homelander this season. Oh god. Um. So let's let's wrap back and talk a little bit about Frenchie and Kimiko. Yeah. We had some really cool stuff with both of them this season. Kimiko really really got to shine. I think. Yeah, no, this was definitely a season for her growth as a character. Yeah, um, I mean, big growth. You first meet her in season one, and she's literally just like a mindless assassin, pretty much. Right, right. She didn't get much there. Who's just killing things. And she was crazy cool because she's yeah, just I mean, ripping yeah, shit it's apart. It's badass. It's right. badass, but there's not really too much to her character yet. Yeah. You, you get little seeds. I mean, Frenchie obviously immediately develops an interest in her. Right, right. Uh, mon coeur. Mon coeur. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, season two, they really start to flesh her out more. Yeah. You inter- she she realized she has a brother. Right. Oh, my God. Kenji. We meet Kenji. We lose Kenji. Rest in peace, Kenji. Fuck Stormfront. We, all my homies hate Stormfront. <laughs> this post was made by Kimiko Gang. Yeah, straight up. Um, when I think Stormfront, the only thing, I, the only image I want in my head is all the girls kicking the shit out of her. Frenchie voice. <clears throat> girls really do get it done. Let's go. Um, but yeah, you know, you get that growth of her where it's like you learn that her and her brother were basically made into what they were. Right. And they're like two sides of the same coin. She broke free and went her own way and her brother is still like... Part of that Part machine. of that group, yeah. yeah. And then in the third season... She she really starts to step out into like her own who am I as an individual, yeah. and you get just more personality. Like she loves these musicals and 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 every dream sequence you get of her where she's singing and dancing. Yes, I love it so much. It was so great. It was so great to to see her shine in that kind of way, um, and and just like her struggle with who she is and what she is with that V. Yeah, like I mean, she gets rid of it. And it's yeah. like she she wanted that, but then yeah. it's like she she always viewed herself as just this monster that all all she can do is kill. Right, exactly. And then she finally gets what she wanted with it gone, and then she realizes, no, I need this to protect the ones that I love. Yeah. Yep. And it was it, it's just kind of like a a come full circle thing. And yeah, I think it, like it 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 helped her come to grips with her powers. Right. It, it was something that she chose that she needed to right to have. she said now it's my choice and, and i really enjoyed that yeah that's what makes all the difference right right just really powerful stuff on her end frenchie too kind of yeah had a season of coming into his own as a person and dealing with his dealing with his, his trauma yeah we we talked about this 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 season is very much trauma centered in like because we get we get we get a lot about Butcher too. Butcher's trauma. You get Frenchie's trauma. Kimiko's dealing with her trauma. What's the what? MM's dealing with his trauma? Right. 
what what's the name of uh, Frenchie's? Oh, the new uh, character that was introduced, Little Nina. Fuck, Little Nina. Oh she's my from the God. comics too. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she's the in the comics. She's the one when they go to Russia. Right. She's the chick who uh, blows herself up with the. Holy shit! Yeah, with with that. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That's wow. her. That's her. So pretty different character. Oh, absolutely. For her adaptation in the boys, which is one hundred percent welcome. Soldier Boy's character is a completely, completely new different. adaptation. And I love you know I love what they're doing. And I think what they did with him in this season is way better than what they would have done had they just straight up ripped him from the comics. Yeah, it would not have been as great. He he wasn't a very good presence at all, yeah. <laughs> really, in the comics. But yeah, to bring it back to Frenchie, uh, you know, you, you meet him in the first season. He's yeah. just this like insane drug lord, like right. He just is on every type of drug at every moment of the time, mm. and yep. he's just coming up with insane creations. And he still is kind of like that in season two. Yeah, but he uh, definitely kind of takes us takes a step back from that, right? And focuses more on uh, helping Kimiko. Yeah. Yeah. Then in the third season, man, it just all comes tumbling down for him. It does, dude. Like, shit goes back. He, uh... Butcher kind of fucks him, man. Yeah. Him, well, him and Kimiko both are, are thinking about their future. Right. And they decide that, you know, they don't want to do this anymore. Right. And before they can even do anything about it, one more job. We'll, we'll go on one more job. We'll finish mm-hmm. this up for Butcher, and then we'll we'll go away. It's how it always is said. It's how it always goes. It narrator voice. It was not one more job. <laughs> no, <not> that, man. <laughs> the whole so, so just the the scene, man, and like was it the last episode where they're chained up? I don't Little know if Nina's it's the last him, like, episode. I think it's the episode before that. Okay, it might. I think it's yeah, because it's it's hero gasm. Yeah, that confrontation was really fucking. Uh, it was just a lot, man. Yeah. She has like just, such a grip on Frenchie. It's so bad. When she yeah, when she gets when little Nina is introduced in season three, it's like she just basically talks to Frenchie like he's a dog. Yeah. She's like my yeah. Okay. Um She's got him on a collar at the in that scene, doesn't she? Yeah. When he's chained up. Man, yeah. it's so fucked. Got him on a collar saying, Oh, you know, he always did whine about the jobs I asked him to do, but he always did them. Yeah. Remember when I told you to like kill a kid? Oh my god, yeah, dude. Like just like stuff to like just mentally break this man yeah, down. For real. And he finally is at this point where he doesn't want to be somebody's attack dog anymore. Right. He not not be, hers, not butcher's. Yeah, he's not butcher's dog. He's his own person. Right. Um but unfortunately, that's not the answer that little Nina wants. Yeah. And uh things progress a little uh more heavily. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. They're all captured. Well, not they all are, but Butcher or Frenchie mm-hmm. and uh, Kimiko and Sherry yeah. are all captured. Sherry is like uh, Frenchie's like side piece, his like OG girl who yeah. became his side piece. Season one, yeah. Um, They all get captured by Nina and Frenchie's like forced to choose. Mm-hmm. It's like the Sophie's choice: choose who lives, choose who dies. Yep. And uh, Kimiko tries, like, fights back. Mm-hmm. He's having to like watch as 
Yeah, he can't do anything, man. He's literally naked, chained to this, like, pole by his throat. Seriously, dude. Yeah, no, it was hard to watch, man. It's it's so brutal. I, I love Frenchie. I love Kimiko so much to see him in that situation, man. Yeah. Oh, just And then afterwards, they're both just... They're both broken, and they're both letting their trauma out to each other. Right. Like, uh, you know, Kimiko has her talk with him about feeling like she's nothing but a, like she, like she's, I don't have my powers anymore, but even then I still killed these people like a monster. Right. Maybe I've always been this way. And Frenchie's like, you're not a monster. You know, he, he builds her back up and then he lets his trauma out about. Right. Feeling like he'll never be anything more than somebody's dog. <sighs> yeah. And Kimiko's the one who's like, no, Frenchie, you're more than that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's just, season three was so great. You got so many good It's just seasons. so good, man. On the other hand, we've got a we got Huey who was very much progressing to a he butcher had like, mentality. I was going to say, he had like a negative growth season. Yes. <laughs> yes, straight up, which I found to be a really interesting choice because he was like, I mean, in episode one, he's on the top of his game. He's, oh or or he so had, he Yeah, he had everything he wanted. Right. He was in charge. Thought he was fighting Vought the right way. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the head popping at the end of season one had me fucked. Oh, When he God. finds out Newman's the popper. Yeah. Um, had to look away from the TV for a second, you know? It's just a dude's half head gurgling for Ooh. about 30 seconds. Ooh. I was like, all right, guys. Time for a glass of water. We Similarly, the the giant penis scene. Oh my episode god! No, one. that literally we had to like pause it. I was like, I need, I need water. <laughs> I need, I need a refresh. I need something. Bro. After watching this man crawl inside another man's penis head, this is what I'm saying, bro. It's harder every season. You're like, I promise, it's a That's good what, show. Two, yeah, it's like the first it's five the minutes of the show. It's man. It's the intro, bro. I'm like. Yeah, no, dude. It's, but but that was the worst thing in the season. Oh, definitely. They just hit you right out the gate with shotgun it. blast to the head as soon yeah. as it starts. Yeah. Right. Um shit, man. That shit had me fucked up. I mean, they've always done ridiculously oh, yeah. gory stuff each ep- I mean, first episode of season 1, Huey gets covered in Robin's guts. Yep. First episode of season 2, Huey gets covered in Translucent. Uh, no, first episode of season two is oh. the oh, FBI right. agent whose head gets popped. Yes, gets covered in her. Uh huh. And then season three, episode one. Uh, oh, what happens to him in the first episode? Does of he get, season three? Yeah, doesn't he get covered in something? Oh man, because I know he gets covered in something in every episode. I can't in, remember like, the first episode of every season. I can't remember. Shit. Um, it might just be they might have. I just remember M.M. getting cum-blasted. That's in Herogasm. <laughs> he yeah. also, the termite dude also, like, bumps into him while he's, like, covered in wet. Yeah. God damn it. Um. So, so yeah, Huey's on the top of his game at the beginning of the season, and, and we see um a complete defeat after he finds out she's the popper, and yep. he's like, Butcher, guess what? It's time to do it your way. He's like, we got to do it your way. He's and like then, full in. Then they find out about the temp V. Yep. He's like, I want it. <laughs> yeah, no, I immediately. I kind of, I really didn't expect that at first, but he was like, it honestly, it really back. does fit with his character, man. Right. You know, he's been this 
beta male guy, mm-hmm. you know, for... He's never fought back. Yeah, he's always wanted to, but he's right. always been too weak to do anything. Exactly. He's always had to have Annie protect him. Right. From Homelander. And that's his whole thing right now, is it's time for me to protect you, but... It's also then it's it also becomes just, an excuse. Yes, it's also it's just he wants to feel powerful for once, right? Um, super happy. Speaking of Annie, that she's out of Vaught now. That was yes. a beautiful, yes, beautiful um, scene in this season. Great progression. Love to see that. Um, Butcher's backstory was really cool. Um, it, it just like kind of pushing the idea. It's been, Huey's like his brother, you it's know? It's been teased since, again, since season one. Right. You get, I think Butcher brings up his brother once or twice in season one. Yeah. And then in season two, they introduce his mom and his dad. Mm-hmm. And you get them talking about that. And you still, and then you're also kind of teased during season two with that uh, M.M. and Butcher talking about Huey calling him his canary. Mm-hmm. Uh... And then, you know, season three, you finally get to see his brother. And Dude, they really hit you happened. hard with it, man. They really went in deep. Uh, that shit was hard to watch. But Butcher, really when he good. watches himself walk away from yeah. his brother, and he's just like, no, Fuck, yeah. turn around. Yeah. You'll be all right, Lenny. <laughs> oh, it's <sighs> so bad, dude. It's not all right. Narrator voice. He will not be all right. Straight up. No man, that shit hurt really bad. Um, I want uh, something we haven't talked about yet concerning season three. Fucking Soldier Boy, let's go in on Soldier Boy. Your boy Jensen Ackles. I just want to say right off rip, Jensen Ackles fucking nailed it. So good. He did amazing. He he might have been, like I think he was the star of the season for sure. Oh, straight up, yeah, yeah. Definitely stole like every scene he was in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fuck you! I don't got shell shock. <laughs> oh my god! What'd you say? <laughs> yeah, when they're walking through the woods. Oh yeah. my god! Uh, I just love his uh, how he played his character. When I he's mean, he's a big piece of shit. He's banging all the grannies, dude. He got me fucked up, man. Because they're his age. Jesus, it's Christ. so good. Uh, also, just him singing "Rapture" by Blondie, Fab Five Freddy. Flash is fast. Flash is cool. God. <laughs> I loved all the fucking dumb promo work he did. Um the like the uh the song about Never make a pretty woman yeah, your wife. If you want to live a, a happy life, never yeah. make a pretty woman your life. Um, As the lady is just like kind of nervously dancing around him. Like looking scared, kind of. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Jesus. Um Oh shit, man. Yeah. Shout out to the legend. Also, oh, yeah. they brought the our legend boy, in from the comics. Boy. I did enjoy Hit us him. with one of the greatest lines of the season. Soldier Boy did to singing what pantyhose did to finger fucking. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! No wonder he's called the legend. Oh my god, yeah, he's like a he's like the um, Hollywood version because the legend's a comic book yeah, writer. In the in comics, the, in the he's comics. the dude who like made all the comics that the that the superheroes star in yeah so it's pretty cool to see but him then in, in, this role. in the show he's been uh converted into like a old movie star right or movie producer type yeah and he was like he was running shit before um oh yeah before name? stillwell yeah which From is pretty, pretty crazy yeah um 
So that was cool. But back to Soldier Boy. Um, really cool concept once they like once you find out what his purpose is going to be. Yeah. They're like, we need a weapon to kill Homelander. Yeah. Russia had something that killed the last Homelander. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was him. It was him, actually. Yeah, that <laughs> shit was cool, man. He's got this like explosive kind of power. Like I, the nuclear blast that yeah. he does. Yeah. And that I feel got, like, like that was something that happened to him I think in that Russia. was, yeah, the, like when the Russians were experimenting on him, he developed that. Yeah, which is pretty fucking nuts, man. So, Otherwise, so, I feel like he would have used it during the uh, fight against payback. Right. Right, exactly, because, no, yeah, he wouldn't have let that shit happen. Yeah. Um, cool character, man. It's like... Very, very... They start to unravel him as soon as, like, Butcher gets a hold of him. You see how he acts now, but then they're simultaneously showing, like, what he did in the past, yeah. how he acted. You... He was a giant piece of fucking garbage. You, yeah, like, when you meet him with Butcher and Huey in, like, the present day, they're kind of just... Or he is kind of portrayed as just being this kind of like dude who was put away for some reason right because you know it's like oh why did Vought even want to get rid of him right that means we can use him so it's like why is he here we're kind of sympathetic towards him a little bit like mm -hmm. yeah he's he's a pretty big dick in yeah. terms of like the way he talks but you, i don't know i at least kind of chalked it up to the, him just being a product of his time talking like that right right but then yeah you're you're shown flashbacks back during when he was a superhero during Payback era, right. and man, no, he just sucks. Like Homelander will talk shit to you and make you feel like you're a piece of shit. He Soldier Boy will beat your ass. I was and gonna call say, you yeah, pussy. Homelander, Homelander <laughs> like... mentally destroys you. Yeah, looking at A Train, going, "You're fat. Yeah, you're wearing a fucking girdle. Yeah, yep." Fastest man alive. What a fucking joke. Yeah, dude. Which I mean, also, holy shit, he rips people down. You yeah. know. Yeah, but but if that was Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy would have fucking put his head through a wall yeah right so so pretty crazy contrast between the two of them um i it's it's pretty cool seeing him go after payback like i kind of like that the hunt as like down. a sub yeah. as a subplot it's just it's just cool you, you help know? me get payback i'll help you get soldier boy right and we're the boys so we fucking kill superheroes we That's kill soups here <laughs> we kill soups here um yeah so then the whole fucking thing that like they bring in the the father relationship thing. Yes, you get that. Soldier on boy your head. was yeah like he always talked about wanting to have kids. Right. And then and, it's like, and you get a little bit of Soldier Boy's trauma as a kid. Yeah. Just talking about the fact that his dad wasn't there or he didn't approve, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or did he call him like a cheater or something? Yeah, he said. He said yeah. yeah, he said he was a cheat because he because he didn't do it the honest. He didn't way. do the work. Yeah. yeah. So he he has a moment talking about his father's influence on his life and how he grew up, and then he continues that trauma cycle, cycle with Homelander when he says, you know, yeah, you're, you're fucking pathetic. Homelander's like, hey, you know. Uh, I'm your son, and here's your grandson. He's got he's like, he's Ryan's in the mix. He literally brings them both, and it's just like we can, we can be a family, right? It like that. That's a moment where you do just kind of like, even though Homelander is like using Ryan in the situation against the right. boys, almost as like, almost like a, a shield, right? Because he, he knows Butcher's not going to do anything to him while exactly. Ryan's right there. You just feel bad for Homelander because. It's at this point that you just realize all he wants is a family. Right. And to be loved. Exactly. 
Like we all knew that he wanted to be loved before. Yeah, drinking mommy milk all the time. And shit. <laughs> yikes! Yikes! Also, also, <laughs> yikes. homeboy literally fucked his mom. Oh yeah, yeah. Yikes! Yeah, ah. yikes! Big yikes there. Yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, he just wants a family, and then Soldier Boy's just like, "You're pathetic. You're a fucking disappointment." Super hard, dude. Yeah. I want to just quick uh, shout out to the fact that they keep upping Homelander's milk game every season. Started with a baby bottle, and now we've worked up to a straight fucking milk bucket right out the cow. Dude, oh my god. <laughs> it's like such a weird thing. I love that, that scene to... when the congresswoman walks yeah. up on him. He's like, <laughs> he's just like, what are you doing back here? Yeah, literally, he's like, okay, yes, I'm drinking, yes. What do you want? The fuck do you want? I just think, I just had to shout that out. It's oh, just yeah, funny no. as fuck. It's absolutely hilarious. But, um, Kind of speaking about the culmination of Soldier Boy and Homelander and everything, Finale's had a lot of backlash. Give me your general thoughts about it, and then, you know, we'll get our closing thoughts in. I liked the finale. Um, I agree. I, like, I, I kind of get some of the uh, complaints. Right. You know, like, Huey turned on all the power in Vought Tower for her to like do nothing with it essentially mm-hmm. like she powered up and then like knocked soldier boy away and then fell down to the ground herself right i think it's like been uh like it's just kind of a thing that she's not super powerful yeah she's not super effective against these kind of guys like she could never take on homeland she's more effective as annie honestly like yeah. like with like we were talking about it earlier, like mm-hmm. the social media presence throughout like mm-hmm. the show. Like she, she literally, util- she definitely utilizes. She that. uses like her Instagram to like talk about the truth behind things. She literally does an Instagram live right. on Homelander. And I enjoyed that a lot. Is recording him the whole time. When he notices, he goes to He's a like, smile. Oh, we're we're just practicing lines. Yeah, he he said everything, and she got everything out there, dude. No, that was a great scene. Ah. Uh. Um, but yeah, I liked the finale, um, the fight in the Tucker Carlson space was super cool. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I think people are just pissed that, um, Butcher turned around and helped fight Soldier Boy. Yeah. I think there's some anger with that. I was a little mad that they even gave each other a look after they kind of doubled. After they did the double laser beam? Yeah. I was expecting Butcher to immediately laser beam him back. Or something like that. Yeah, flick him off or something. Yeah, just be like, oi, cunt. Oi. But, I mean. It's just like Soldier Boy was the bigger threat at that point because he can literally pop off and you're all fucking dead. Yeah. All of you. Yeah. But, I mean, take out homelander first please right. <laughs> just get rid of him no it does suck he could have died like he could have been dead this season and i th- i think there's just some people that aren't going to be able to get over that fact i think i've also seen complaints about mave surviving also i don't Maeve have any not complaints being... about i don't that. either <laughs> i think i've seen people complain about like mave not really doing anything this season and then just coming in to fight at the end and then like essentially being written out of the show well, I feel like she was kind of working in the background, you yeah. know, like she wasn't super present, but we got some... You get like that shot of her, I think, in like the second episode where she's like, oh yeah, I've been training for like a year now to kill Homelander. Right. 
and you're like, okay, well, that's where her character's going. Yeah. And that's that's at least how I saw it. I was like, right. Okay, so she's just it's she's literally time. just training her body to do this. I'm right. Like, okay. I mean, she's help. She's kind of on the edge of trying to help plan this and, thing the, at the beginning. And, well, she's literally the reason how they get temp V. Right. So I think she's, she's been acting in the yeah, season. Yeah, she's right? acting in the season for sure. You get on Twitter, people, people just bitch on Twitter. Oh yeah, it's, it's true. just what Twitter it's is. True. But uh, I think I saw people who were like questioning the fact that she survived the blast. Yeah. I understand that. Because um, it's I can, and I I guess I can see that because it's like oh, even if she survived like the nuclear blast or whatever that depowered right. her. Yeah. She also fell out of like a. 70-story building. Right. No, I understand that. Uh, Which is like, you know, yeah, I, I, I don't have a defense for that, but yeah. I mean, it's a superhero show. Right. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, her, she had a, I like Maeve. No, so do I. I'm totally I cool love with Maeve. her escaping I the love life. Maeve. You know what I'm saying? I love Maeve. She's dope. Yeah, for real. And she's, she's like been the, tortured. She's the definition of a queen. Yeah, she's been tortured and tormented. Everybody in Vought Tower pretty much is. Her and Annie kind of wanted out, and they both got out. Yeah. And hopefully she stays out. I mean, it'd be cool if they write her back in, I guess, but it's like... It has to be like... Yeah. Like, Homelander has gone mental and is killing everybody, and if she finds feels out. like yeah. she has to come back or something. Or, yeah, or Homelander figures out that she got away. Yeah, and that she was still alive after the blast, which could be possible. Who knows what we're gonna get? You I mean, know? Ashley deleted the footage, but I loved that. Yeah, we got a good a good scene of Ashley at the end there with that. Um, I really liked the finale. Uh, I I kind of look over those things. I do. I really wanted to see Homelander super get his ass kicked, like super. Like, he I definitely. Him to be done. You will bleed. Yeah, yeah. Um, all in all, though, I did I did really like it, and I just I loved season three as a whole, and I'm yes. very scared for season yeah, four. Yeah, season four is going to be intense with with Ryan. the last scene we got mm-hmm, that at the at the Homelander rally, dude, with the protesters. Literally, just destroys this man's head. We can't ignore the um, the political. Yeah. affiliation that yeah. Homelander has. Yeah, we didn't really touch on that a whole lot. But yeah, yeah. You know, people get touchy has, with politics, yeah. but but yeah. this is definitely a this is definitely a complete affiliation with Trump. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's one hundred percent just the superheroes version of Trump's statement where he said he could shoot someone in Fifth Avenue. I was gonna say the same thing. That's the first thing that popped it's into literally my head. like just the superhero version of that and it's what happens homelander right. lasered a dude's head in the middle of and people cheered for Times square and people cheered yeah so take that as you will i'm I, i'm curious as to how many viewers see shit like that and then they stop watching the show yeah i'm curious no, I, I don't give i a mean shit. i feel like that kind of started in season two honestly it like did. with with the whole uh like the radicalization yes cold open that they did that episode absolutely that the, w- the commentary on how how social media and and, and media and the influences mm-hmm. how crazy that it can get and how crazy it got yeah i mean, I mean we've had a crazy two, yeah. few years in this in america yeah. oh yeah it's and been stormfront kind of echoed a lot of those <laughs> viewpoints in in the second season oh yeah so this shit's crazy, man. Um, Homelander's on a, on a podium, and he's getting away with. He's got bad everything shit. he wants, man. It's like him versus Andy, kind of trying to let the truth out. So 
we're gonna see how shit collides in season four and you know i'm really excited oh. i give this whole season like a nine out of ten oh for up. sure absolutely yeah um just a, a brilliant brilliant I, series i don't know if anybody's listening to this at this point if if they haven't watched the boys or if you just wanted to know about it and you don't care about spoilers there's a lot we didn't talk about. There's a lot we didn't talk about. So definitely check out the boys if you're not um off put by um violence, gore, nudity. Violence, gore, nudity. Yeah. It's it's a crazy ass show, man. It's a it's a wild ride all the way through. Sexual so. assault is mentioned in the show also. It That's is. an important thing to bring up. There's some hard things to deal with. It, it, um shit, man, you know what I didn't even say? Um, rest in peace, my man Black Noir. Fuck. I just want to say, yeah. Rip to a real one. Seriously. Rest in peace. Um, he had great backstory this season, but I, I wish he was still here. He's going to be embraced in the arms of Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> Christ. Oh, my God. So that fucking sucked. I just wanted to say that <laughs> before Rest in we peace, close Noir, our real, our real homie. Didn't care about <laughs> 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 right, right. Um, okay, so yeah, that's what we got for this week's episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, next week, we're going to have a local director from Cleveland come on to the show. It's very exciting. Hell yeah, we'll get some more commentary on the local film scene and how uh, how these people like to make their movies. Yeah, yeah, if you guys have any ideas, any movies that you think would be really fun for us to discuss on the podcast, send them our way. Games, stories, I mean, whatever stories stick out to you, send us an email, uh, storyworkspodcast at gmail.com, man. You can send us whatever. Um, we love diving into new stuff that we haven't seen before. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, tell us how you're liking the show. Give us any recommendations. Yeah. We're, we're totally open. Always open to feedback. Absolutely. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Sayonara. Sayonara.